This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Laga Sports. Laga Sports specializes in making 100% custom, fully sublimated uniforms and apparel for a variety of sports, but they're known for the premium quality and creativity of hockey jerseys. They have a one-price, any-design policy. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a simple NHL style or if you're wanting to create jerseys that look like Rebel Fighters from Star Wars. The price will always be the same, and the design of possibilities are endless. Check them out at lagasports.com. That is lagasports.com. L-A-G-A-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. Own your look, own the game. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow, up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! All right, welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Morning Skate. This is episode 124. We can talk about the 2-4 in just a second. But you got Ken here with BizDev. BizDev, what up? What's up? And this is a special podcast because we've got the boys from the Summer Skates on. Uh, pumped to have them on, right? Like, this is going to be fucking pretty incredible. Um, we got Miles Doke and Kevin Hennessy. Say what up, guys. How are you guys doing? What's going on, guys? That's Miles. It's Kev. What's up, guys? Looking forward to this. Living the dream, man. So we, we've had conversations with Kev over the last couple of days, and they've been pretty good. So I have a feeling this podcast is going to be a good one. Buckle up, get ready to go. Uh, you guys make these sick sandals, these sick koozies, and just you guys are very involved with the game, and we just kind of wanted to get your story. So I think, Miles, this is where you chime in. Like, how did how did this come about? Because it's it's really cool story. Yeah, well, thanks for having us on. Uh, pumped to be here. Um, I can feel the we- energy. <laughs> it, it started before this product when I was in high school I used to wear a single hockey lace just as my belt like lots of other hockey players but then I had the idea to make it into an actual belt so went home got my mom to teach me how to sew on the sewing machine and got some laces started sewing them together ripped a rip a old belt and just made my own and then Brought it to my uncle, who uh, was kind of hanging around with his family, and he was an entrepreneur and kind of showed him this belt made out of hockey laces, and he thought that looked pretty cool, and he kind of, the light bulb went off in his uh, his head, and then we kind of went down the road to manufacture the original hockey lace belt, so I'm not sure if you've seen it. Mm -hmm. I think it's been sold, it's kind of been out of the circuit for a couple years, but I think that there's still some out there. I mean, you had Connor McDavid wearing a wearing a um, a skate. Yeah, that's like years later. This is this original idea. This has got to be eight years ago now. So, I kind of went down the entrepreneur road with that product. Mm-hmm. Found a manufacturer, sold a distributor. Distributor sold it to the stores, and that was kind of my foot into the entrepreneurship world. Then I went away to school. And while I was there, wasn't really interested in the actual school part, but I kind of <laughs> wanted to make another product. And my only thought process was, yeah, the belt was cool, made out of hockey laces, but you couldn't see the laces unless you tucked your shirt in. Yep, good call. So, so I was thinking, like, where could I put the laces where you will be able to see it and ended up on flip-flops. So kind of went down the road again of making my own prototypes, ripping, up, ripping apart old flip-flops sewing hockey laces together and then making these ones showed it to my buddies they thought it looked pretty cool and then i went and found a manufacturer ended up bringing in three thousand pairs in between semesters in the summer and then so you're doing this while you're at school yeah yeah. while you're taking class so you must have okay good for you man did the sales (laughs) did the sales just kind of happen organically with your friends other friends and other teams were like yo i want i want to pair those too yeah, so I ended up finding a manufacturer after probably seven months. The Alibaba? Alibaba, talking to a manufacturer <laughs> in China uh, from like two to five in the morning. Were you using Google Translate months. or what were you having to use? <laughs> no, they actually have an automatic translator. 
And um, so I get in 3,000 pairs. I just had a, a white one, a black one, and a yellow one. The flops were not really good quality, but they looked cool. Yeah. So then I came home in the summer. I was actually building pools. And then when I finished building pools, I would drive around in my truck and I sold. I probably sold 500 just to my friends. Yeah. Um, and then I sold to local sports stores and around where I lived and set up a little website and sold them on the website, just slinging them any way that I could. And I was getting ready to go back into my last year at college. And then I got an email from some random person saying, Hey, I got a pair of your sandals. I'd love to have a meeting with you. <laughs> and I said, okay, like I, have, I got nothing else. Like I pretty much sold through all the sandals and I'm going to my last year at school. That's pretty much it. I was just going to buy some more and then try to do it again, I guess the next summer. Yeah. And it ended up being Kevin. So I sit down and have a meeting with him and he gives me a pitch of how he likes the product, but obviously the quality is pretty low. He, he bought the he bought them for thirty dollars because of the lace factor, but he knows that it's really like a fifteen dollar sandal at the time, and he believed that if we you know got some investors behind it, found a new manufacturer, and really uh, dialed in the product, that we could have a build a big business with it. And I said, yeah, absolutely, let's go. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> and it was pretty funny with that too. The uh, the the way I got it was because Miles mentioned pools. So my buddy ran that pool company. And so he, he, he slung me one of his pairs that he had at a golf tournament. And oh. I was just like, Oh my God, these are sick. Now, yeah. now maybe I was already feeling pretty good, you know, but uh, I knew literally four days later, I, I woke up and I was like middle of the night, like four in the morning. And I'm a little nutty anyways, but my wife's like, seriously, what are you doing? I said, Oh, I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I said, I gotta, I gotta go text Mitchell, who's the guy that owns a pool company. I gotta go text Mitchell and tell him I need to get connected with whoever this family is that's doing these slides. Cause I he did tell me they were from our area of Newmarket. You know what I mean? So, anyways, that's how I got the email then connected up. And so yeah, so <laughs> oh yeah. Also. This is pretty good. Are you gonna say about how would I yeah. <laughs> also well, he, when he emails me? He's like, yeah, let's have this meeting. I'm like, yeah, sure. Can I bring my dad? Um, <laughs> this is on the phone. He says that. Yeah, I'm like, bring my dad. And he's probably thinking, who am I talking to right now? Thing, dude. Dad's always <laughs> having back. Hockey dad, yeah. man. So I had zero idea at the moment, but yeah, in that flash, I was like, oh shit. Okay, this is cool. This is like, this is like, uh, you know. And I, I put it together. It had to be somebody. Yeah, just just kind of still in yeah, school doing it, it so. right? Yeah. yeah. No idea what to expect. I've, I've never gone to a meeting like this. So yeah. obviously Pops comes with me and sit down and we ended up talking for about an hour and obviously Kevin's passion and his experience of what he's done in his life. I knew he was going to be a perfect fit for it. And uh, I was right. I think it, I think it's pretty cool though. The fun part was as you read through all the stuff and all the noise of it, uh, the long and the short of it, as Miles said, that you know, his price point was awesome, 30 bucks and stuff. And before I, I, I knew I didn't mind spending it. And I, and then I did some research in between our meeting and knew that like the average price of a sports sandal in the U S is like 35 bucks. So I was like, okay, that's a sweet ass price point. Um, anybody's going to love it. And I said, if we can do that price point, and then you got the laces there that like when I paid the 30, even though I knew the sandal, like Miles said, I always framed it. That was like $15 sandal maybe. I was like, you know what? I love paying the 30 bucks. So I knew those laces were worth on their own, just 15. Yeah. So my whole thing while I was fired up, I was like, I know we can make a sandal that is just unbelievable mm -hmm. with all these wicked features. And then if we, if we can make it that, that and sell it at that 30 buck awesome price point and on its own, it's that good. Then those laces will just be the kicker that people will be spending 30 and they'll be laughing all day long. They'll be like, not only am I getting a better sandal head to head at a mm -hmm. cheaper price in the market, but I'm getting you know, I'm getting these, these freaking laces, man. You know, like my whole life has been wearing these laces, you know, like it's, yeah. it's, it's part of who we are. It's in our DNA. Right. So, so it was funny when I did that and we went backwards through it about the price point and all that. And then his dad was fired up too. And his dad's a tough sale. I, I could, uh, he's, he's no fool. Right. So maybe miles and I are, but not the pops here. So his <laughs> thing was, he, you could tell he was like, well, okay, this is good. This is great. I hear y'all, but, but how are we going to do it? And, uh, my my response was my response was I have no like after we painted that picture 
of the pricing and the margins for the dealers and stuff like that. And then, I, then I, my reaction was, I have no effing idea, but <laughs> what if we could? You know yeah, what I mean? And, exactly. exactly. Well, that's how it started. So it was more paint in the vision and the, and the passion. And then we had to go, Miles had to go back and basically walk out there with his stuff stuffed in his car, go back to school. And I had to start, you know, raising some dough and some money and, and stuff. But we basically raised, in the next hour, I raised 100000 on the idea. <laughs> just to... Yeah, just to, <laughs> <laughs> again, Miles said I'm passionate. I got some good friends out there <laughs> that I also know I'm certifiably crazy, and uh, in that sense of of stuff. So yeah, we 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 basically so that was like in the end of August, and yeah. then Kevin went and did his thing and kind of developed all the back end of the business side of it, including finding a new manufacturer. And then we went back and forth for about six months, and then we were going to launch the business pretty much like um i call it like the original one it was just a product but now we're going to launch the business which is going to be summer skates um in january of that next year at it's the really sdc show yeah, which, five is, months later, yeah. which is uh pretty much one of the biggest sports shows up in canada mm -hmm. but um it was on such a tight timeline that we are in the hotel room the night before the show, and we have three different prototypes of what the sandal is going to be, and we're <laughs> deciding on which one we're going to choose. And all, all leading up to that, part, we, we were stuck on one of them that had um, kind of this S pattern on the sole. Yeah, because we thought summer skates, summer double skates, S, a little yeah. S wave in the in the yeah. in the footbed would be cool. So then yeah, we're in the whole. Yeah. And we've already done like we have like banners and stuff yeah. like it's a real nowadays our booth is awesome, but it, it was so bad. It wasn't even funny now that we think back. But on the pictures that we had, it was this sandal with the S wave in it because we were confident that was what it was going to be. In fact, that's all we thought we were getting. Our partner overseas, that's a Canadian dude that lived over there. That's that's uh, not my uh, similar age. And stuff. He, he actually sent the extras. It wasn't it was kind of one of those ones where he said, hey, I'm sending you some other design to stuff that might you guys might thinks pretty cool so we spent like two hours walking around the hotel room going back and forth <laughs> back and forth and then, we, and then we ended and then we ended up on the sole that we've used six seven yeah, years so, later yeah now. what you got in front of you pull that up the one with the old uh, we call yeah. with the old comfort dots yeah. the old uh yeah so we chose that one <laughs> we call those babies comfort dots because that night that's all we kept saying is man that's so those, those things, what are they? They're dots. Those dots are so comfortable, you know? And and, uh, and then, so we picked that We picked that one and we went into the show uh, that next day. And over that weekend, we probably booked our first 35 accounts. Um, yeah, it was and a then, hit. And, um, and then the business was officially going to launch that March, I believe. Yeah. Like uh, the product was coming so in. April. Yeah, yeah, April, yeah, yeah. April. But did, now think about it. We get, we book orders. Yeah. We've just done what our prototype, we've now come up and... Like one night we've changed direction, I guess, with what the product kind of is, you know what I mean? Quick and pivot. so, yeah, yeah. And then, so in that window, we had to go back to our partner over there and say, look, we need these for summer. We're like we can't miss summer, right? Yeah, so right. that's always, a the name, pal. <laughs> right, sold these accounts and now, so then if you think about in three months, basically we started landing the sandals, which is a very fast turnaround. Uh -huh. um, but also on the vision of that sandal, even before we got that one. So that's January when we got the prototype. But before that, uh, on the vision, without even knowing exactly what we were doing, uh, we went out and raised. I went out and raised another seven hundred and fifty thousand U.S. dollars on the vision. <laughs> so, 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 you're, so I'm pretty happy I had you on LinkedIn. I think. <laughs> yeah. Right. Holy shit. Yeah. So we went out and got five big, big kind of fun investor type guys. Uh, happen to be guys in this situation uh but i it would i didn't that wasn't the that was just the guys that connected up with us but uh yeah and then what we what so we, what year is that yeah this is 2013 when we started now we're right at the end of 13 and then 14 is january okay. right so but raising the money's right at the end of 13 yeah. and and so then we're so we got the money we got the now we know the product we're going to do and then we thought we were going to get like in dick sporting goods in the u.s the equivalent in canada is sports check okay, okay couple hundred stores and they they're under this company called FGL or the Frizzani group. Anyways, great sports store. They do a great job and they really have a, they, they have the market when it comes to mass mm -hmm. sport. Anyway, so they, we were talking with them and they were had an interest in it that they, and so, so then all of a sudden you're going, okay, I got summer coming. We got this money we raised. Yeah. Um, we we got to be ready because they could just yeah. do a huge insane amount. 
So anyways, we so sure enough, we went out and placed an order for 250,000 pairs. 250,000 <laughs> pairs. <laughs> 250,000 pairs. Yeah, we cut a big PO. We needed to get to the price point we wanted. And, and, and at the end of the day, if you're going to do something, you might as well well commit, right? You don't want to play You don't want to play Texas Hold'em with us. That's yeah. <laughs> such a yeah. flex, man. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, so, my, so, Miles, you're, what, 21, 22 at this time? How are you feeling? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, so then I'm finishing school, and I'm pretty much walking right into this business. And so we have the manufacturer, have the investors, have the product coming. And then we spent that year selling like crazy people. Like we sold over 50,000 units that first year. Yeah. In that neighborhood. Yeah. We were just, we were just going and uh, yeah, it was just a crazy year. Like we, uh, we, our first pairs actually that we even sold period of the sandals were at game one of the St. Louis blues and the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, so, wow. triple overtime. Triple overtime game. We had an adventure even getting down there to get the products down there, a little at the border, a little turnaround, a little yeah, back yeah. through type stuff. But um, yeah, the first pairs were sold at uh, at the uh, at that game, and yeah, and they took us in and uh, my first NHL playoff. Hit, game. Oh yeah, Miles' first <laughs> first sorry, NHL sorry. game, first trip to the United States, wasn't it? Well, I went and played hockey down there. That was it. Yeah, yeah. but basically his yeah. first real like even called boondoggle kind of fun trip you know yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and uh that's true i forgot that all this stuff was all our journeys have been kind of new but uh yeah so it was it was cool like to launch that way and then that was april right and then it was our first product really getting out to all these retailers and out to consumers to buy online and all that was really right at the beginning of may of 2014 yeah and it was wild it was wild yeah so yeah, so that was that was pretty nasty. And then quickly after that, so we launched. Things are going good. We're figuring it out. Um, no real offices, just like what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. Salt of the earth, love it. Right, right. We have partners holding the inventory. They're shipping it. We're we're again just driving orders and trying to manage this thing. And then um, we go in June to the NHL Awards down in Vegas. Okay. And that and we were in a gifting That's a good trip too, right? <laughs> so then we're in a gifting suite down there. And it was it was really sweet, and we just met a lot of good good people there at that, like NHL guys, and got them suited up, and they were fired up. Um, Who's the first but, NHL guy to have a set of your sandals? Well, yeah, in our ownership, we have dust like Dustin Brown's in our ownership. It's with, a kid in New York. Yeah. yeah so yeah, so Mr. Old at the time we called him Captain America, right? Coming off yeah. of all the the cups yeah. and, and and that, so like to get Dusty in. And he's a good person too, and good dude. And uh, uh, yeah, so he he was in with us at the front end, you know what I mean? And so he would have had the first NHL guy for sure to get the pairs probably. Um, and then uh, yeah, so that that when we were down at the uh, the NHL awards, it was just an eye opener, and we made a ton of good relationships. And uh, and then it carried into uh, Dustin getting into the business, and then also another guy, Rich Clune, who's from oh, Toronto. Tough and, guy. Tough guy, right? And uh, one of the coolest guys really on the planet, quite an interesting character. And he, he had battled through early stage troubles with stuff in his life stuff, like just wheeling like a hockey player and those things would. And then, and then when we got to him though, he had turned his whole thing around with that, like super fitness, like the guy's insane. He, he was straight as an arrow on everything, tons of charity stuff, lots of cool stuff. So it ended up, uh, he got in on us with us too and and uh we we thought that was pretty cool because that's what we're kind of about right like like just just hey life deals you a lot of stuff but it's all about just being real being a real person and hustling and going so rich was really like who we are like in the sense of yeah totally different in one in one way but yeah no i get that the, the pure yeah, yeah straight up dude so anyways yeah so clune got involved uh on that front too and then I think what happened not too long from that, Matt Duchesne, we started connecting with Matt because all of a sudden we just started seeing a C. Well, I think it was a CCM ad and he was doing a stick, remember? Yeah, and all yeah, of a sudden we look at it and he's wearing summer skates. Yeah. No way. Like, hey. In a CCM ad. We're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so then so then we get wind that basically he's a Matt. He's, he loves them. He wears them all the time. And uh, through – Burnsy was a big one. And then, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And then at that NHL Awards, that first one, we met Burnsy. Yeah. Or, yeah. And so he, he was. First he was, or second one. We've been second to. Second one, yeah. yeah we've been so, to. Yeah, we've been to like six of them now. So, yeah. Burns just seems like 
the coolest guy ever. Just yeah. like he he yeah. rides his wave, and that's him. He is. There's not many better humans, I would say, on the planet. Like yeah. So he was great. He talked to us and uh, just an absolute legend. So then he ended up getting some for his charity, some custom ones, yeah, and yeah. ended up he ended up buying. All, oh, of, yeah. all of San Jose's Sharks. Uh, yeah, for the playoff for the playoff. So remember when the they almost won the cup? Yeah. 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 When they almost won the cup, he 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 gets a hold of me. He's like, "Hey, let's light these up for you know the playoff run." Yeah. And uh, so he outfitted all the boys, and then literally like they got you know if they had to just won it, we and it was so cool because he got us tickets down to Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh for Game Five. Yeah. Yeah. And we so we went down and. We were at game five. They lost, but if the it was a crazy game. In the first period, in the first five minutes of the game, there was four goals. Yeah, it was two two at the end of like five or six minutes yeah. or something. It was yeah. it was, but anyways, then it settled down. But they lost, and then they ended up losing in six or whatever. But uh, man, how bad? How much were we stoked if you know if we if they had won that? That story would have been. You no, know, it's a good story to tell, but like. We would have had them in the cup. We probably would have been able to go to a, I'm thinking we would have got to a party or two. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but what that did with Bernsey, from meeting him at those things and some of the, like, even Miles said, his charities, we also did custom ones that he had. He likes his own logos of stuff that he puts on his gear that Adidas, I think Adidas, some others have do, do stuff for him to customize. But we did custom sandals that are like his logos for like his ranch that he has down in uh, Texas and all that. Animals that he has and stuff, right? He pretty much has a zoo at his house. Yeah. yeah. So we've done Bernsey's battalion stuff. And yeah, yeah. So he's crazy. But um, and then he's just the best dude. Like I said about how he is, like I hope he would hear this. But because uh, anybody likes to hear it, it doesn't matter how 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 what you do in life. But like we were at uh, uh, this this big show called the Hockey Expo in Minnesota. It's literally the craziest consumer show. consumer show. It's the greatest hockey experience I'd put down to go to that and then go watch the finals of the Minnesota high school hockey championships in the Excel center. It's funny so, that you're mentioning this because we had a, we had a stick wax company on last week and they, they're like, the come up. Thing, yeah. yeah. Stay with us. So I think we're going to end up hey, going we'll next, year. Guys there next year. Yeah. yeah. Go. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. It up. They're like this place. Like I forget how many people they said that go to this thing, but it's just like a giant, just hockey player haven, right? Yeah, everybody on your podcast, if they don't understand it, it is. If you are a hockey person, you have to go there once. And I'm telling you, it, it, in any sports level, I would say it's the greatest. I've done a lot of stuff with sports and different yeah. places and traveling, but it, it was the greatest sporting thing I've ever been to was the high school hockey championships. We had done well, a partner down there that was selling our stuff. They were working with us, but we went down to see them, but they blew out a bunch of pairs down there. So mm -hmm. they had a lot of cash. Anyways, we ended up in a booth, like a box, a box for this game. And we brought a bunch of people in and it was the X 20 XL center sold out. You're in yeah. high school playing in a hockey game. I can't imagine that. It's just, oh I, I don't know, it gives me the chills right now talking to you. Like, and, yeah. and being there to watch it, the energy, the the quality of the hockey, all the people just come back that it's like college. It's like, like you know, in college sports, everybody alumni fly back to these big things. People are flying back if their high school is in it. Guaranteed people all over the country are flying back for this to go watch and put and buy the gear for their team. And um, so, yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a must do. If you, if you say, yeah, you're into hockey, then that that's one on you that you want to do. And it's always like the same weekend where the expo is in the building right next to the rink. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's fucking sick. that's unbelievable. And, and there's mega deals, right? So all the players are there with their stuff and so on, and and uh, and so all the newest things, all the staples too, they're all there. So you get all the newest product you can trial. Obviously, you're obviously getting uh, discounts. You know, everybody's putting out something to you know get a bonus this or a discount that. Uh, so you can't go wrong that way either. You're going to come out of there. Yeah. with some some good stuff for less no and uh and then maybe even some new stuff that's not even yet on the market really you know yeah absolutely and you're just surrounded by a bunch of people who love hockey which is like the coolest part well dude there's outside yeah. is just parties and there's like outside is like they have a little bar area right there but obviously because the nhl arena but they got like the big fire drums going with fire up yeah, in the, the air whole and the whole street's just rocking too like even if you're not going into the game like they're scalpers. Like I bought the box seat from a scalper. That's wild. Can you imagine being a seventeen-year-old kid and like yeah. going out for warm-ups and you look up oh, and I it is just so cool. bad, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Those oh, kids are way cooler than I'll ever be. It's uh, terrible, <laughs> but it's awesome at the same time. Yeah, I, like I said, even up here, in, you think of Ontario, where we're from, with the OMHA and GTHL, incredible hockey. Uh, tons of these kids that go that far at AAA level, a lot of them make it definitely O and then into the league, right? And uh, you go to a game here for AAA hockey and, and sick talent, even if McDavid's out there playing back in the day when he was down in the GTHL and stuff. There's people there, but like not a yeah, ton. Not, like yeah. these guys sold out a, you said sold out an NHL arena. Like yeah. it's not even. It, it's so weird to think that we feel like up here in Ontario that we definitely have. Canada feels they got a good pulse in hockey, and Ontario would yeah. probably say they got a real good claim. But yet there's no loyalty because what what happens is you play on teams that you either travel to and get go to, almost like travel hockey in the U.S. too when you play in the, some of that too. But but you're either on your city team or you're on whatever. You're not you're not and the city has lots of teams so you're not getting the big crowds out but when you play for your high school it's just one team right yeah. and so we don't have the high school hockey things just never was big here because the other part of it's so big when it comes to team hockey and trap you know all this other stuff with the league so yeah it's different and it's definitely weekend just everybody looks forward to and it's crazy that like these high school kids are selling they probably have better attendance than the wild do this year which is yeah. <laughs> which is I wild just, i just saw they, they do like these whole like documentary on youtube now it's just like the road to the winter classic but for high school teams yeah like yeah yeah well i'm glad you guys are you're yeah. gonna do Make that your way. and Make when you way. do that though if you do if you seriously get the nod you're going yeah we got you hooked up because all of our, even if we're not there, all of our crew, like that's the other part about our business. I'd say that's been fun is we were in early and, and then there's been a lot of other ones come along the ways, like whether it's Vinny with his hockey sauce kid, he was around the same time as us, but butt ends and, and blade shades now and, and hockey wraparound, all these different products that are really cool products that are individual entrepreneurs doing stuff. Well, uh, Pacific rink, another great, the hockey bag one that did all that. We are all like a brand fraternity, like a brand, call them brand friends, but like yeah. we're all so tight. So like when you're going there, like you're going to be, you're going to be set up with all of them, like you, whatever, and, and, and their, their connections and their stuff, because that's what we do. Like when we go to events, like I was at the NHL uh, All-Star here recently. Mm -hmm. So what I do, I, I was crashing with, uh, with the Blade Shades guys and, yeah. and uh, all those guys in their Airbnb. Right. Because I, I pulled the last minute kind of go to. So the hotel thing wasn't happening very easily. You know, um, you guys, yeah. you could hammer out like 10 podcasts down there, too. That's what I was saying. Yeah. We, yeah. Thinking about, we were thinking about going up to the draft in Montreal this year. Yeah. 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 Which I, it's June 28th, which would be really cool. But uh, like one of the coolest things about us doing this podcast is we've been able to talk to like guys like you, like guys that like we haven't been able if we didn't do this, I would I wouldn't know who you guys were like talk to you guys. That's This is like the coolest part about doing this and it's like a really cool community because we yeah. all love hockey you know what i mean like that's what it comes down to 100 so hey let, let's just cut in how are those things feeling on your feet by the way oh, boys right <laughs> they are uh and it isn't even like a joke like all i in the summer all i do is wear flip-flops that's that is my go-to i get yelled at at work constantly for it i'm like you want to know what dude i need to be comfortable if you want me to do work so leave me alone i'll be rocking these bad hey, let's don't fit all of them so they won't give you crap yeah right <laughs> go up go up to the ceo of my company be like yeah hey, here you go here's a pair of flops now calm down <laughs> yeah it, re it really made my night i actually got hit by a car on my on my ride home from well, work. his, it's, his it's car not, got hit my, by a car my, Let's, I yeah. Didn't, yeah you're right my car got hit um it was just really rattling like 40 minutes before this podcast so i was i was a little rattled it's not bad but um yeah I, I was happy to come home to this package. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a whirlwind. Uh, day. It's been you're, a, it's you're out of concussion protocol though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> so I, here's a good question: When did you guys know like, like you made it? Like, was there a point where you're like, okay, this th is this, is, this yeah. is what we're doing? Like, <laughs> That's was it after you bought two hundred and fifty thousand pairs of sandals, yeah, yeah. or was it like? Yeah, no, I think the uh, the idea made it is in today's world is 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 really never like you're always kind of. You know what I'm saying? Like for yeah. us, it's like, I think it's, uh, the, I guess it's really miles is the jump from the 3000 to the, that big buy. And then that first year where it, it got going and then it's just always, you know, kept rolling from there. I mean, yeah, like I think it's, it's going to be, get, it's going to be different for everyone, but yeah. you know, we are, is this six or seven years? Six, yeah. six years into this business. 
you know, the office that we go to every single day is five minutes from my house and like seven minutes from Kev's house. And we get to come here every single day and we're selling these sandals. We get to go to the NHL awards and NHL all-star game four or five times. We have a global NHLPA license. We sell over 220 different players on our website. So we're going into every single NHL hockey market. So, yeah, we've done like the thing is, is like uh, maybe this like we've done when we did Gretzky's fantasy camp and we did Lemieux's fantasy camp and we did we've done like five or six NHL fantasy camps. We've we've done Olympic teams. Uh, we've done national teams uh, for sports. Uh, Molson, we did stuff with them where we did an in case promotion uh, or on case with Cozy's. Uh, another wicked one, like the tragic for me, tragically hip. Cause I'm the old geezer in this conversation. I'm in my forties. So the hip I grew up with. Right. And, uh, like, I mean, just chronic, everybody's just, it's their life. If they think of my, my group that grew up and all of a sudden, uh, we're firing up tragically hip summer skates and selling a thousand pairs of these tragically hip summer skates to them to sell on their website after Gordy had passed, you know? And so, like something like that is like if that's kind of what means make it what i think it's just is is that stuff getting out there but i think the coolest thing of where i think it is is that when you see people with big big coin or no coin doesn't matter who it is and they're wearing them you know what i mean like it it, it it's for everybody it's at a price point for everybody and the and the genuine thing like you guys i hope felt when you first put them on your feet it's like oh man these yeah. exceed my expectations like these are these are money yeah, yeah. And with all that, too, it feels like we haven't even scratched the surface yet. There's still yeah. so many people yeah. that are, oh, yeah. would love them that have no idea what they are. Yeah, like anybody on your podcast, put up your hand if you've never heard of summer skates. Like yeah. it's, it's, and there's going to be, like, you know, we can't see it on a podcast, but I already know that that's probably more than half that are still these diehard hockey people that probably have not, even with our you know, we're in pure hockey stores, we're in pro hockey life stores, we're all over everywhere, all these places still don't know about what they are because we we haven't spent the big dough. It's all organic. It's all awesome. from people chatting and getting it. And and then the cool part, what we do is we do a bunch of custom ones. So you, you got the sandals on their own. But the cool part is where we do if if a team, any team, any men's team, anything, it's a 12 pair minimum order for 30 bucks a pair turned around in 15 business days with your own custom logos on the slides with a Jersey back twill logo, like just like you'd see on a wicked Jersey, like I can see you're wearing there um, on the hockey lace sandals, permanently there, ready to go, washable, air dried, keep super fresh. Like it's just, it's nasty. So there's a lot of players and fans that still need them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and not, and then it's just even that everybody wears sandals, right? So we've got, I mean, you, know, you just nailed it. That's the thing. You go to a summer hockey tournament and you walk into a tournament, every single guy is wearing a pair of sandals. Every single – like, that's just how it is. We go up to Burlington for a Hockey Fights MS tournament pretty much every year, yeah. and it's sick. They have the rink, and you walk out of the rink, you take a right, you walk down this hill, and it's a giant beach. So you just get, like, mangled on the beach, drink all day, head up, play some hockey, walk back down, try to catch your breath because the hill is steep. <laughs> and you got you got sick pair – like, we're definitely yeah. – these are unbelievable, man. These I, are really cool. I hope I'm not the only one with this take too, but I hate putting on socks after I shower after hockey. Yeah, it's the worst. It's like, yeah, I hate putting on socks after showering because your yeah, feet are wet. It it's is. Just like, yeah, these are these are the real deal. And, and not to be like super like I don't know. My old man passed away in April, and I recently changed my number to 67 because like that was like our thing. So now every time I look down, I'm wearing these. It's gonna be like, oh hey, dad, and I. That's really fucking cool. I appreciate you guys sending it. This is this is badass. All right, that just gave me the old uh, chills, just like the uh, when I said the Minnesota game did. Dude, that's, cool. that's look down, I'm gonna see this. I'm gonna think of my dad every single time I look down. I'm gonna think of you guys having like grinding it out, right? Like that's what you guys did. You started from college, became friends, 250k, whatever, ever heard of it, and now you guys have like a like. I mean, it's it's a really cool story. Yeah, and then uh, now we're yeah we so we keep evolving like the the koozies that you guys got with. So all of our stuff, by the way, we have like. The other thing is we have smart people, too, with the, the stuff we spent on, too. So we have 14 years trademarks in North America on how we use laces there with and without tracers on not just the sandals and the cozies you got, but on a bunch of products. So we're, we we did we invested that way to protect stuff and be smart. That is our, our cool thing is to make really cool products with laces. Not everything, just the ones that we really like. Um, 
and then even involving that like we, we were talking about cool things like a couple of years like last year and change ago we're always trying to as we say our mantra around here is better faster smarter cheaper and easier like every single day so and and with that we've never our pricing from when we started in 2014 for the consumer even for our dealers who we sell to the same we've never it's never changed where you, you know most yeah. people grew up right but for us it's always like hey we got to keep finding a way to be more efficient way to do stuff so I even made a nice little road trip over to Asia to see our factory there, which is awesome. And again, we have a trusted Canadian guy that uh, I knew uh, one of my investors grew up with. So it's kind of cool to be able to just, you know, we were talking about Google Translate earlier. I don't have to do that. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, and then go over and I saw that. And then I went to Cambodia, to Phnom Penh. And like, <laughs> travel the world. Did I ever think I'd go to the killing fields of Cambodia to look for, uh, uh, you know, check out factories and see yeah. how I can, you know, and that was because Cambodia has a duty free agreement with Canada, you know, and so all these things you, you do in life or you do in school or you do with like the big business stuff I did before. Now it's all like, like real time, man. Like this yeah. is, this is you. Like this is like, you know, driving down dirt roads in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> wondering where the heck the what factory you're going to end up at you know type stuff in in, in uh in cambodia but it was cool as sick too because man people that have traveled on your podcast and, and lots of hockey people probably play and get done go to school and think hey they get out there and do some travel you know that's not uncommon right for yeah. you know because you know keeping the adventure going but like i could feel that country like just developing like into you know like just just the people doing better roads being built like all these high rises coming up like and so it was really a weird cool feeling that it's like hey you know producing products all over the world you know there's lots of debate on that stuff right and but if done overall in a global sense you can really see that it does does you know make a difference elsewhere too so it's like that fine balance is what i'd say you know what i mean if you're looking if you're more on the global citizen side it's like it was kind of cool to see that their like their their quality of life was was definitely coming up the ladder you know what i mean like we've yeah. got a pretty, we've got a pretty good here <laughs> right? and you're just out there making memories dude and that's honestly what life's about right like if you're not making these memories what's the point <laughs> like yeah and we even that's the thing is about people like this is what this is really about like even that trip i i go with the guy this guy jerry boquist that uh has done like almost 300 different facility tours over his life so he's big in the industry of apparel and stuff and miles and i we just became real good with them by going to national sporting goods association events, different things. And then we'd end up doing dinners together. And so we kind of got a legend in this game of global sourcing that ended up becoming a trusted confidant. So all of a sudden when I was going to make that trip, sure enough, I called him up and next thing you know, he's my sidekick, you know, taking me all around, you know? So yeah. again, a great person. Like, I think that's the bottom line is, is this has been mostly a, uh, that is just getting cool partners, cool people. You know, one of our good partners is this company called Stalls in the US and they're a private family business. But I mean, we just got a wicked relationship with them and they they produce all the all the stuff for all any all sporting teams, basically all the professional teams, except for Major League Baseball. They're the ones that make the jerseys, like not the jersey oh. itself, but put all the all the applications on it, the numbers and the name bars and yeah. all that. They're the they're the provider of that to all these big leagues. So they they're the ones that make our stuff. That's how premium that twill and those, like those are our partners, right? Like, and uh, and we're like, we go down and see them. We were just down, like it's tight. It's a tight relationship. Yeah, we're just these little guys, you know what I mean? Like doing schlepping sandals. But we've become in one of the product that we put on there that that twill there that we do. We're one of their biggest customers in the world for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I was saying. I was saying. No wonder I like how it's done. It's like literally the same stuff that's on all the NHL jerseys. So <laughs> like, that's sick. It looks awesome. And you and you mentioned the koozies. You sent us a couple of these. These things are pretty sick. And, and tell us about that because we had a conversation about this before about how like these are just perfect for keeping beers cold. Oh, so the, that thing is nasty. So that just came out of like a nowhere idea, like to show that relationship with our buddy that's over there. That's a Canadian guy that we work through. I just all of a sudden drew it on like a piece of paper and sent it to him. And literally in three days, I had the prototype in my hands almost like it was like maybe it was a week and change, but it felt like. But uh, yeah, it was just that idea of uh, the laces. But the cool thing was it was more just thinking it was cool. But then it was really the idea that that 
is probably the best koozie in the world, in my opinion, for a full folding koozie that is. I, I, I mean, Yeti is pretty good. I'm going to give them some proper <laughs> hard, hard ones. But but what it is is because it's neoprene, right? And then it's got the laces on the outside. So you get neoprene, which shields you and keeps everything cool and stretchy. And then the laces are double-walled, real 100% polyester laces. So thermally, the heat from your hand is not going to go through those double-walled laces, through the neoprene to the can. So yeah. once you lock that baby in there, I mean – there's a little slit at the bottom that has some exposure to air and up at the top, but you're going to take those early first sips and get that part out of the way right yeah. in the first big gulps. Right. So then after that, you got a koozie that just kills it. Like it, it keeps it better than anything else. And then you're gripping, as we say, it's called grip your game is our slogan with that. So you like, think of that. You're how good do those freaking laces feel on there with your drink right now? Yeah, it's, it's sick. And my hands dry. Like sometimes the neoprene cases, you'll like feel it come through, but yeah, it's, it's got a little extra cushion awesome. to it too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Makes them go you know, down. <laughs> you know what we say on that one? That's where when it's funny because we always we love our stuff. We're passionate. But when you do put it in your hand, your hand knows exactly the dimension yeah, exactly. of the right? It knows it. Yeah. Without you even thinking about it, when you grab it, you know it. You ain't dropping it, and mm -hmm. you know what it is. So when you get that one, more than just like a little sliver of neoprene, now you got that extra thing. So on both sides. So it actually, as you mentioned, it pushes your hand out a little bit, right? Well, it, yeah. if you think about it, it feels like you're kind of flexing, right? So you're, yeah. you're drinking your beverage, you got the grip in the laces, and you feel like you're almost, you're flexing each drink, you know what yeah. I mean? Resistance <laughs> training at its finest. <laughs> these are unreal, man. Yeah, so I can throw these in the washer too? Yeah, yeah. Keep nice. them fresh, baby. Yeah, and that's another really cool part with these sandals and these, you just toss them in the washer and they're going to be good as new. And and you you mentioned that you guys have like uh, a partnership with NHL, I think Pierre NHL, where you can do all, pretty much any one of your favorite players on your sandals, correct? Yeah, so you go to, yeah, summerskates.com is where you go to get uh, that. And on there, yeah, any essentially any player we have 220 of them that are up there but if you wanted to do any player like an obscure player that you love or whatever then you just need to email us you know that info at summer skates sales at summer skates that type of thing and then oh we'll, we'll fire one up so any player is out of all the players in the nhl they're on the in the thing we can do and you can get it um but yeah so basically uh you can get think about this for they're $39.99 is what they are with, and it's a name bar at the top. So say Crosby, and then the number 87 underneath. It looks just like the jersey. So it's like a jersey yeah. back style on the laces. Yeah, we're checking them out right now. They look identical. So basically for, for 40 bones, instead of like a 200 and some dollar jersey, you're getting what the real look of what you love. But then yeah. you get you wear them 20 days and you wear them every day. Yeah. A, a jersey that you spend way more, you're going to wear it maybe five, ten times a year if you're if you're crazy. That's right. so true. I got a Capo Caco jersey, and I didn't even take the tag off it. I think I've worn it one time. You you rarely wear jerseys. I only wear a jersey to, like, the game. Other than that, I don't want to get it. Yeah. But now you can represent them all the time and take it around and stroll in them. And, and uh, yeah, so, I mean, for the diehard, true purist hockey fan, either get in your own wear your number like you guys did, yeah. right, with just your own number on it, which we do. Um, and those are $34.99, just so you know. But then on these guys, with the other ones just a bit more because of the licensing effect of it, you know. Um but yeah, it's it's uh it's it's some cool cool product and, it's, and again it's just you're gonna get great value because you're gonna wear them all the time. So it's anything you're doing, even if it's for yourself. Hey, playoffs are coming up, and you got you're trying to think of something for what? Look at me, I got my hat backwards. You're looking for the rally the rally hat, whatever else. Dude, put on your capos, baby. The Rangers are like, like talking about rally slides, right? Like if you in and our rally slogan, slides, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> our slogan is always like walk the talk, right? Like it yeah. it literally is. So you got your player on there, you're watching that game, you got your cozy, your and you and you and you're supporting your guy. You feel you got the laces, you feel like you're you're in his jersey for gosh sakes. You know what I mean? Like yeah, so no, everybody should do that. And uh, if they did, we'd be very happy, you know. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 like, whether you be a youth hockey organization or, like, a junior program, beer league, like, you can do them with the logos on there, too, which is. Yeah, so we've killed that. So all people do is send us their, their, their file or their logo or whatever. And uh, we've done over 4,000 different teams where we've customized their sandals at a minimum of 12 pairs, but up to some big orders in the thousands on some stuff that's been different kind of more corporate stuff there. But, um, yeah, so we've and, – and, and even with that, we've our guarantee is to ship in, as we said, less than 15 business days, and we've never missed that on any order. Oh, so really? Yeah. That's, so it's that's there. another – yeah. I mean, that's well, – everybody, everybody wants to get shit. If you got an idea and you get excited about something, you want to get it quick. You know, you know with custom you got to wait a bit, but 
to get it that fast is is pretty sweet. No, absolutely. And, and we're on the website right now. We're checking out all the names. And then towards the bottom of the page, you have uh, Road Hockey to Conquer Cancer. If you guys want to tell us about that, what you got going on there. Yeah, that's, that's kind of sick. Um, what Since day one, eh, Miles, right? So since day one, Miles and I both were, were thinking, hey, I came from the side of working. My past life was with Hallmark and Crayola of all companies. Um, but very charitable, very much involved in that stuff. Uh, before that was a Coke Industries, which is the opposite of that. Charles Coke and the big behemoth uh, ones that 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 influence uh, and are very political. But uh, so I've seen both oh, worlds. Funny about that is when you were telling me about that after we hung out, I'm like, dude, I love Coke, and he's like, nah, dude, not that. I was like, like oh, <laughs> this is the K O C H ones. But I learned a lot in my time there. And then, but my point was from my other experience at a great company like the other one where they, they that stuff. I said, hey, whatever we're gonna do on this. Let's, we got to do something right and give back no matter what win, lose, or draw type thing. And, and, and my side uh, of it, the, the, and like so many families everywhere, you know, cancer stuff, impact stuff, right? So it ended up that uh, a person we knew connected me with this guy, Sean Burt, that was the guy heading up this Road Hockey to Conquer Cancer initiative. And uh, so what we did is we did a lifetime pledge that we give a percentage of our sales, all sales, whether it's sandals, cozies, you name, whatever we go do. If it comes into the Summer Skates Limited banner, then we give a percentage of those sales to Road Hockey to Conquer Cancer, which then goes to Princess Margaret Hospital in Toronto, which is one of the top five cancer hospitals in the world. Um, and so in our six years, we've now given over $100,000 to to that. That is so cool, man. Holy shit. I guess per head, since there's only three full-time people that work here, that's 33 over 33 grand a head. That has, you know, that's so unreal, man. yeah. When you think about it, how small we are, but how that's that that part there is 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 truly pretty cool. Like like I said, win, lose, or draw, whatever we do on this, that part uh, is 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 a good thing. You know what I mean? And and uh, that's awesome. No, that's I mean, not only are you guys living the dream, meeting all these NHL guys, going to All Star games, selling all these sandals to like youth hockey, all this, but you're also like donating a portion. Of, I mean, that's you guys are stand up characters. I don't care what they say about you. That's unreal, man. Well, that event, you guys need to come up, and your people need to check this out. So, this Road Hockey to Conquer Cancer event that goes every uh, Septemberish, end of September, beginning of October, it all depends how it falls there. But uh, basically, what you have is. Uh, um, Two thousand, what is it? Two thousand people. It's about hundred and thirty teams of about you know anywhere from eight to twelve on a team type thing, mm -hmm. and uh, you basically play five road hockey games in the period of like six hours. Okay, yeah. And it's caged in. Okay, so it's 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 a short track. <laughs> like it's 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 about basically inside of a blue line type scenario going side to side, mm -hmm. but it's caged in. So you feel like a caged fighter, right? So everybody goes in with the <laughs> positive intent. Hey, this is just great. We raised a bunch of money. You know, we raised several million dollars for road hockey to conquer cancer, all these teams raising money. But after three minutes of the first game, I mean, people are, people are shoving each other. The <laughs> oh, yeah. up. You know, my favorite line over the years has been boys. Hey, come on boys. If somebody goes out, is getting out of control with you, like, look, look, man, we're, we're here to fight cancer, not each other, pal. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but it ends up being, you are dead. Cause you think it, you're like a kid again. You think, Oh, I can run this. I'm going to go full tilt, stop, start. Yeah. Literally at everybody by the 15 minute mark of the first game, if it's their first time ever doing it, they have gone full tilt and they are dead. They are dead. Yeah. So, so proof of this, my first time I ever did it, okay? I go there. I was It was great. It's my best road hockey I've ever played in my entire life. I'm I was going, wondering if he was going to tell this story or not. Yeah, so I'm going so full tilt, like, and I'm just going, right? And I haven't been working out enough for any of those classic things. But I had a great day, right? Well, by the end of the day, we're, you know, at the end, they always have beers and stuff. So I'm starting to sit down. I'm feeling real sore. You know, you realize you got these blisters. You got all this stuff. And then fine, go to leave to go home. And... From my house, from where it is on the weekend to get back to where I live is probably 40 minutes, right? Okay. Fortunately, my wife was with me, so I said, I think you need to drive because I'm feeling a little sore. Anyways, it took <laughs> us three and a half hours to get home. Oh, no way. Because there's so many people? I, I just kept cramping. Every, oh. every, <laughs> so both legs. So I couldn't even, I could just scream. And I had to like fall out of the car on the side of the road and try to find a way to stretch. It was three and a half hours of to get home because I had to keep stopping because I was in that much pain and I was so 
I was so overcooked, so dehydrated, so you know, it was it was so it was it was the most epic like thing ever. Like the event was, and then to have that, and then so every other year since then, yeah, I've, I've got it down. Last year was probably my best year. Like I just was. You know, a couple shifts here and there, take it easy. <laughs> drink some water. Drink, drink a lot of bio steel. This year, I think I drank about. Miles is telling you to mix in a water every shift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We even got BioSteel to sponsor it uh, this past year, just because I I knew that that would be the proper hydration that I needed. I didn't care about the everybody else. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> yeah, we we uh, I've heard a lot about the BioSteel guys. I heard they they have sick camps, don't they? With like McDavid and Sagan, and they host one every summer. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they have tons of top guys. They come. It's in Toronto. Gary Roberts is there, right? And then they have their, they have like, they sell, like, they don't sell it out. So many kids come to the rink just to watch them practice. I'm not sure which one they do it to, but all the top guys go and I think they have a great time. And then they can kind of shoot up to go to the cottage that isn't too far. And there's lots of golf courses. So they can kind of do the mix of hang by the lake and then as well have a good training camp. I mean, that sounds like that before they go to their actual NHL training camp. So, but this is pretty cool intro actually that you mentioned that. I think Miles, because I shot mine uh, talking here a bit, but the well, some we, of these players. We, so we've Miles, been here for 60 yeah, minutes. I know, but Miles, <laughs> Miles plays a lot of, still plays a lot of the competitive kind of higher level men's hockey stuff here in, at different windows. About <laughs> uh, some of that, and some of the guys like it's mentioned, McDavid and okay. all these cats. This is cool. First of all, I'm not that good of a hockey player. You're better than you were as a kid, though, right? Yeah. Like, so I played rep hockey, whatever, competitive hockey my whole life. Went to school, came back, and then I joined this men's league in town here. And Newmarket's about 40 minutes from Toronto, but this men's league has developed into, I think, 70% of the league still plays active hockey, whether oh. that's junior hockey, OHL, college, over in Europe. AHL or the NHL, a whole mixture of it. So these games are sick. These games are so. What amazing. are some of the names that are the big ones that play play the McDavid? Who cares? The yeah. the best one is McDavid. So, yeah. um, have you played against him? I've played against him like Many five times. times. He's barbecue. So, so when he gets on the ice, do you just get right off? That's what I do. <laughs> like I'm not even gonna try. Uh, I skate as fast as I can and looks like I'm standing still. <laughs> it's outrageous. And, you know, actually last year was the first year that he hasn't played because he was recovering from that injury. But yep. uh, the year before in the playoffs, you play at two out of three and we played his team in the playoffs. And um, I think they beat us like 10, six and nine, four. And he was on for every single, every single goal. Yeah, he it's it's he's like a cheat code, man. Like you look at the NHL players, and they're so good, and then you feel like he could even play in a league like above that. If that makes that's any a, sense. That's the also thing with this league. Like even players that are playing in Europe and playing in the AHL, they're so so good, and you get you're so playing good. against them, and you're like, I can't believe how good this person is at hockey, and they're still not good enough. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I. So we, we blog like NHL, all this stuff. And like a majority of the commenters are like, oh, this guy sucks. This guy sucks. And it's like, well, does he? Because like if you ever put skates on, he would go here. Like even like a, a guy like Colton Orr or all like the guys that used to just drop the mitts, they're still so much better than me. And it's not even close. And just like, Jesus, man. Like, yeah. And also in this summer league, too, now you kind of get the younger guys that are going into go to play college. Or, does Dermot play? Isn't it? Yeah, Dermot plays too. Yeah. But these younger kids coming up now, <laughs> their skill level is like nasty. It looks like nasty level. it looks like we're playing different sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the, the lacrosse goal is just a given. It looks you can do that. it looks like how I play Chell the video game. Yeah, and they're and, actually doing that in the sport. Yeah, the skills that these kids have nowadays. Like you see these videos coming out of like five and six year olds that are like probably better than I am now. And it's like, God damn it, like why stop posting that? You're making me look bad, man. Like come on. <laughs> Well, it's funny too, like even the McDavid stuff, since we're in Newmarket, uh, he lives literally eight eight doors from our house in Newmarket where I live. So oh, when, no so when I moved back in 05, he was I guess eight or nine, whatever he would have been. Anyways, uh, seven actually, I guess. But him and his brother, like he told a story about this on Hockey Night Canada the other night. Him and his brother would literally be in that driveway from 
from 05 all the way until and seven until it, I ended up seeing Bobby Orr on his front lawn at 15 when he signed with the Orr agency and stuff. They, they over that entire window of me turning the corner every night at 6.37 at night coming back from work were these two kids in the driveway, summer or winter, pounding away slappers and clappers and all these fancy moves with their dad and net. Yeah. So Brian and net with the gear on just taking bullets. In over the years, you could see he started to flinch because these kids could <laughs> – but the other thing was cool was with that was so the amount of time they put in was insane. But bigger than that was what I think. And he and I, I heard Connor talk about this not too long ago about what makes his skating and why it's like off the charts. Like when you think of these incredible athletes, how can he be that almost far ahead? Yeah. But what, what they did in the summer, it would be crazy. They, they have a smaller driveway, but he'd be in rollerblades and he'd just be flying around like you like turning around stuff, twisting like. <laughs> You'd tr- hit the brakes on your car because you think he was going to come down that road and smash into you. You know what yeah. I mean? But, and anyways, that that's what I always remembered about about his stuff was his rollerblade stuff. And then all of a sudden, I'm sitting there one day driving along the street. And sure enough, there's Bobby Orr on the front yard with two guys in suits, Bobby in a blue shirt and, and khaki pants. And they, that was the day that they walked in and signed him. And then and sure enough, after that, he got the underager status or right around that time. Yeah. And I didn't even realize he was the kid. So I'm oh, seeing this, this happening of just this, these this crazy boys doing this stuff and the thing shooting on their dad. And I just never pieced together like the McDavid name to the whole yeah, situation. Yeah. Like his dad's name was Brian. You know what I mean? And that's, oh, you know, man. I didn't really think of the last name because you're just neighbors and, and stuff like that. Right. And, uh, and my kids are nowhere near that age because they're in that stuff. My, and so, so I just didn't know until that moment. Then I realized, oh my gosh, that's a kid from Newmarket. Yeah. I've been watching this kid develop. Like almost like somebody in Brantford that would have watched Gretzky, you know what I mean? Like just yeah, on the street. I'm like, I just saw the greatest player maybe ever, and so I actually watched that like progression every night, you know, almost in some ways. <laughs> so, anyways, always have that to to know what you know for my kids or anybody. But if you're gonna make it and you're gonna be great, <laughs> you, it, it, that you yeah, it's not ten thousand hours. It's it, they say it's like way more than that, and you just have to have a gift on top of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. My my same uncle that I did the belt made of hockey laces with, he was a coach of the York Simcoe Express when McDavid played a year up um, when they were like, his kid was like 10 years old. He was probably nine. And I I remember going to watch the games and it was like so obvious, even from that age, you're like, oh, this, this kid is way different than everyone else. They played a season and... Um, they didn't lose one game. They didn't lose one season game, one tournament game, one playoff game. All because of him. <laughs> All the way through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there was other good players there, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know who else was? Travis Dermott was on that team. Sam Bennett was on that team. On that one team? Yeah. yeah this yeah, was when yeah. they were nine or ten year olds. Yeah. God. This is like when they were nine and ten and ten and eleven. Yeah. All of them were on that team, and then then they split up and went to Charles Marley's. And, all over the place, yeah. yeah. But that was, yeah, that's the team that they were pretty good. That's and uh, my cousin, he was actually the goalie for it, and he ended up leaving there because he got four shots a game. Yeah, I was going to say, he's probably pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm not developing as a goalie here. <laughs> that's four saves, he probably has like 13 apples, just makes the, makes the save here. Yo, Connor, go for it, bud. Uh, yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, you have uh, 18 shutouts on the year. That's right. Yeah, 600 save percentage and you didn't lose a game all year, right? <laughs> That's wild. And, Kev, uh, before we had this podcast again, we talked to you a couple times. And you told a story about John Scott uh, that I thought was really cool, if you want to tell that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was uh, Nashville. Uh, whenever, was, whenever he was an All-Star. Yeah, in Nashville <laughs> when he was an All-Star. And it was this, Nashville was the sickest venue for the All-Star thing, but – uh, so we're in those gifting suites I was telling you about before that we're sometimes a part of where we dish out the product to the, the players with their number on it or the cozies, whatever. Anyways, we're up there and, uh, doing the usual thing. And a couple, some of the guys the depending on the venue, they, there's so much media going on. Some just like to get away from it. So yeah. then they'll, they'll come up to this, this, this gifting suite and some will just come in and out, but others are like, man, this is like a hidden gem. I can just hang in here. You know, have have a couple of sodas maybe or whatever, but just you know, talk to some pretty cool people. Like like again, entrepreneurs are cool people too, right? And so just to chill it down. So it's sometimes the real top guys, you know. Um, like a lot of times Latang has always been a good guy to stick around, and Bernsey and those guys. But in this instance, it was John Scott there, and he's in there. So he he'd been hanging for a long time and and uh, just sitting up, you know, just chilling out. And 
I was out of the room and Miles was man in our kind of thing. And, and then when I come back in, he goes, Kev, Kev, I just heard them talking, but CBS just came through here and they, in an hour, they're going to come back up with their entire crew and they're going to do like a big segment on, on John Scott. And they're going to put it out like right before the all-star um, part with the uh, skills thing, they're going to put it out on 60 minutes or whatever, like the big, like the, yeah, 60 minutes, a big showing about, cause there's such a controversy, right? So they got this lined up and they were going to just do this quick turn. And, uh, and Miles and we were doing these hats that we had with summer skates and getting signatures on them. And he's like, dude, we should get him to change his hat. He's got this, this, this Jay's hat on. So he obviously likes the Toronto boys. Let's, you know, we've been talking to the goes and I go, give me that hat. And I just walk over to him and, all, and he's talking to a bunch of people. I just kind of walk through, I go, John, Hey bud, we're from Toronto. That hat's pretty good, but I think you need to wear this hat for your interview. He's like, sure, no problem. <laughs> Pipes the hat on, goes and does this interview in the hallway, and it ends up being like a, a, about a ten-minute set on, or to five to ten-minute set on CBS with all that viewership. And the whole time was just them showing him from just below the shoulders up, and the hat in that personal kind of, you know, like it was those questions and talking about all the situation and you know, and and uh, all it was is basically. John's face and summer skates looking at you for like, so that was a nasty hack, I guess. I guess I guess you call those life hacks. But Miles, yeah. Miles, Miles knows my uh, Miles saw the angle and he knows that I have no fear. So it, yeah, Kevin will ask. <laughs> Kevin will ask. But that's Mark, how you get talked on. That's wild, man. Think about how many people saw that too. Holy, that's crazy. Just summer skates right in your face. Boom. It was cool. It was cool, and it it. Uh, those are those things that, yeah, again, like I said, you're going to remember all the way along those little cool things. And then, then the bigger part of it, again, like back to people, like he was a cool dude. Like that's what we say on this is we've met a lot of people uh, in this stuff that people might get real excited to meet or like, you know, just, wow, put them on a pedestal. But, um, you know, and and really there's just meeting the good ones. Like there's some like that that just aren't, they're so busy because they just can't, they're, they're getting hounded all the time and maybe they just turned it off. Yeah. But there's just some that are like they're 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 like they're not they haven't forgot who they were when they started and that they're a kid and even though it is a pain and it's got to be painful and it's got to be hard, they're like I think they still remember what they must have an experience as a kid that made them realize you know maybe with yeah. another athlete or whatever that made them realize I'm gonna I'm just gonna be the one that's gonna sign this stuff I'm the I'm gonna be the one that's actually gonna ask that person questions about their life more than them asking yeah. me right would you say like those it's just it's just awesome when you. Cause you know, how, and I honestly, I think for the ones that aren't that way, I don't, I don't think they're bad dudes. I think, I think it'd be very hard. So I'm oh, more yeah. absolutely shocked by the, the ones that are just grassroots cool is all day long and have the time for you. Like that's just an, that's just a wicked person. Cause yeah. it, it would be hard to, to, to be that way versus the other way is actually easier to be kind of like, Hey, I don't want to bother. Yeah. I'm not yeah. listening. To you, you know, I mean, that's you, what you guys have done is incredible honestly like even just in this hour of talking about it hopefully that you guys have done a little bit of reflecting like what you guys have done is incredible like you guys worked your bag off and now you're living the dream and you continue to work your bag off and i mean that's unreal right yeah yeah we we recently had uh a coffee company on Deathwish coffee where the guy was like hey any any business worth its salt either started in a basement or a garage. So <laughs> I love it on your, uh, on your about us page from basement to big hit. So. <laughs> yeah. The world goes around, but uh, guys we've been on for an hour. We appreciate you guys coming on. I think we have a little deal for our followers. If you head over to uh, summerskates.com and you order a pair of either summer skates or you get a koozie or a team order, whatever, and you use the promo code MS 15, you say 15%. So, uh, definitely check that out these things are legit and i feel like they're molding to my foot already i may sleep in them tonight i'll let you guys know maybe take a picture uh dale what do you have anything else man this is my, my seltzer still cold seltzer so. still cold <laughs> <laughs> guys thank you for taking time uh yeah check them out summerskates.com check out their social media uh i mean this was this has been a great podcast we really appreciate you guys taking the time to talk to us yeah. Rock on, man. You yeah, guys, thank you. congrats on your guys' success, too. You know, you guys on doing this stuff with your numbers and your audience out there. Uh, that's the same thing. You guys are, are providing some good uh, good content out there and doing some good things, and it'll just keep growing. So you guys kind of, when I look at what you're doing, I'm, it's pretty amazing. I was talking to Miles before this about that. Like, that's, that's a whole other space that's just, you know, so many people trying to figure it out mm -hmm. and uh, like what you guys are doing. And 
so yeah, the the good handle there with the morning skate. We're gonna get you guys set up too with uh, uh, your own custom pairs of morning skate summer skates too to have around the, for you and to dish a few out to the audience and stuff like that for sure too. So uh, good on you guys and uh, look forward to doing this, but the other stuff along the way and support you guys as much as we can. Absolutely, guys. Hey, and if you're gonna be in Minnesota or wherever, just let us know. Maybe we'll maybe we'll hook up. I'm glad that Toronto, we're a part Toronto, of this hockey. Toronto's community. not that far. Toronto would be unreal. We, we, we can make the trip. Yeah. But uh, thanks again, guys, again. Check them out, Summer Skates, and we will talk to you guys next week. Beauty. See you, fellas. Yeah. Thanks, guys.